Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we'll be discussing encouragement. I read a story this week about a very famous Catholic cardinal. His name was Bishop Fulton Sheen. And he told this story about getting up early one morning, going to this greasy spoon kind of a diner for breakfast. He sat down. The waitress wasn't too chatty, looked like she'd been having a rough morning. And trying to, you know, lighten things up, he said to her, could you please bring me the breakfast special? Bring me two eggs over easy and a cup of coffee and bring me a few kind words. Well, a few minutes later, she comes back. She brings in the breakfast. He goes, hey, what about those kind words? She said, I'll give you a few words. If I were you, I wouldn't eat those eggs. Well, you know, sometimes we all just need a kind word or a laugh or a chuckle to get us through maybe a difficult moment or, or a difficult day. We are all in need of encouraging words and encouraging gestures from time to time in our life. You know, someone who is empathic and sympathetic and really understands what we're going through. I read a quote by an author by the name of Jim Burns, and he said this, for every critical comment we receive, it takes nine affirming comments to even out the negative effect in our lives. Have you ever been affected by something someone said that was critical or hurtful? And you know, they say it takes a lot more positive words to help us forget about those negative words that we've heard. Have you been hurt by something maybe someone has said, or have you hurt someone? I think at times in my life when I'm trying to make someone laugh and make a joke that maybe I've overstepped my boundaries and said something that was hurtful, and I always feel bad about that. Do you have any bad memories of being bullied or someone saying something that was very unkind to you? You know, it kind of sticks to us. So the opposite of that is maybe doing, doing and saying things that are encouraging to other people. Dr. Julius Siegel said, many of our daily conversations are actually mutual counseling sessions whereby we exchange the reassurance and advice that helps us deal with routine stresses. Have you ever thought about that? The daily conversations we have kind of help us to put our day in perspective and help us in those exchanges, help us um, get through a difficult day. You know, I think that's just a part of life and a part of culture that perhaps we've gotten away from in our culture um, during the pandemic, we've had less social contact. I think we're getting back to that now because we've missed it. But, you know, you travel around the world and you see people sitting at cafes and coffee shops and they're talking and visiting and they're exchanging, you know, just, just conversation. People in a marketplace, you know, you're, are shopping and visiting and talking, perhaps going on a daily walk and running into your neighbors. I enjoy all those things. But when life gets very busy, it's easy just to grab a cup of coffee and run and maybe not have a conversation. I think it's something in our culture that we've lost. In Scripture, in the book of Acts, we read about Barnabas, and Barnabas helped the disciples start the early church. And we know just very little about him, but let me tell you what we do know. He was born on the island of Cyprus. 
He was a man of Jewish parents, so he had a Jewish heritage. But he spent some time in Jerusalem, and it looks like from Scripture that he was a man of means because he was a landowner. He owned a property. But he had a nickname, and that was Son of Encouragement. He was known for doing and saying nice things to other people. And he dropped his life, and he helped Paul, the Apostle Paul, in some of his first missionary travels. What can we learn about him? Three things that will help us be a better encourager in our life. He was an encourager by helping others. The early church faced a great deal of bullying and persecution from those who disliked these new Christians. And Barnabas, because people were hurting financially, he sold some of his land and he contributed to help the early church and to help people who were really suffering to get the church started. Do you all remember the book by the author Roger, uh, Robert Fulgham? He wrote a very popular book called Everything You Learn, We Learned in Kindergarten. He is an author, a very famous author now. He's a, 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 a minister. His book was so popular, it was translated into 27 different languages. And it was on the New York Times bestseller list for many years. And it, it, it sold in over 103 countries in the, in, around the world. And he liked, he told a story about going out and he, he would like to listen to other lecturers. And he would always ask them this question, what is the meaning of life? And one time he was on in the island of Crete where he had a home and he was listening to this Greek philosopher speak. And he asked him that question. He said, sir, what is the meaning of life? And the man took out this tiny little mirror that he carried in his pocket. It was round. And he says, I'll tell you a story. When I was a little boy, he said we were very poor. And on the street where I lived, there was a motorcycle accident. And I picked up a a small piece of mirror. And I noticed how I I love to see how it reflected the light. So I I, uh, roughed the edges around so it wouldn't cut me. And I made it into a round little mirror. And I kept that, and I would always shine light into dark places and kind of go exploring with this little mirror. And he said, I kept it for years. And that mirror became a metaphor for what I might do in life, he said. He said, I could take that mirror and I could reflect it into dark places, and it would bring light. And he thought, how can I, in my life, bring light into dark places. So talking about his meaning of life, he took that as a metaphor. He says, I've received light in my life. How can I share light with others? How can we give light to other people? Barnabas also, he was an encourager through his teachings. He spent time in the in, in the early church in Antioch. And he he went there with the disciples and he he tried to he took a year off of his life and he was a teacher in the early church. He he could have simply returned to his previous life, but he was devoted to this mission of helping others. There was a story about a very discouraged young minister. He went and talked to an older minister. He shared his life with this. And he said, when I went into his office, I felt like all of the stars had fallen out of my skies. And by talking to someone who was sympathetic and understanding, Someone who encouraged me, he said, one by one, I felt like he had put those stars back in place again. For whom can you put the stars back in place in their life? Is there someone in your life you can think of now who really needs some encouragement and some help?
you never know what a few words, written words, spoken words, just spending some time with someone who's struggling can really help them. The third way that Barnabas helped others is is he was discipling other people. He had a unique ability to be what God needed him to be. He mentored a young man by the name of John Mark on one of these missionary journeys, helping the early church to get started. And, And John Mark got discouraged and he left. And then a year later, Barnabas found him again and he brought him back in and he encouraged him and he helped him. And he was very instrumental in helping other churches. He gave him a second chance, and this young man blossomed. When you think about men who, uh, men and women who help others, I here in the South, it's football season. We 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 love to talk about football here and and, and college football. One of the most famous football coaches uh, was at the University of Alabama, Bear Bryant, and he said, you know. Uh, he knew what it was like to disciple young men and put together a team. And he once said, I'm just a plow hand from Arkansas, but I have learned how to build a team together. I've learned how to lift some people up and how to calm others down until finally they've got one heartbeat together as a team. And he said, there's just three things that I ever say. And he says, if anything goes bad, he takes the blame. He says, I did it. Yeah, if anything goes semi-good, he says, then we did it. But if anything goes really good, he praises his team. He says, then you did it. Who will you disciple? Who will you encourage in your life? You know, God needs you. And maybe some words of encouragement, an action that you can share with others. You too can be a Barnabas to help and to teach and to disciple someone else along life's way. It's fall. What a wonderful way to end our podcast with a beautiful song called Gratitude as we head into November and the Thanksgiving season. As we conclude our podcast, let's say these words together, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for listening. God bless you.